0: You're listening to The New Photographers. This podcast series is about sitting down with distinctive photographers and getting to know them a little better. Today's interview is with Danelle Bohane. Danelle is an award-winning wedding photographer who has become really well-known for her distinctively painterly and romantic style. We caught up back in May 2017 in her Auckland flat. Be warned that there's a wee bit of microphone noise during this episode which I hope just adds to your enjoyment. Thanks for listening, and let's begin.
1: It was either being a vet, because I have a deep love for animals, (laughs) or photography. I think this must have been around age eight or so. And um, one year, my granddad gave me a... um, I've still got it, I think, at my parents' house. And it's um, small surgeries on animals. This is, like, I (laughs) was an eight-year-old. Yeah, like, it was, like, a textbook, like, a veterinary textbook on, like, small procedures um, for animals. Um, And then, like, a film with um, a $10 note stuffed inside of it. And I think that was, like, a real, like... (laughs) This, this sounds, sounds like real passive aggressive. Like, yeah, I know. Did that's he? Something. Did he know? Was no, no, no. I just like he knew that I had interest in both, and oh, like okay. I don't know why <laughs> he thought I like as an eight-year-old or like ten-year-old. I just don't even think he realized like what the textbook was. Yeah, <laughs> really appropriate. But anyway, maybe I th- for some reason that's like being the one thing that's like strange in my memory of yeah. like a start of I guess my love for photography. I mean, I. I had a camera. I think it used to be his. I'm just trying to remember that one. But every birthday from then, he'd always send me film with money to get it developed in. And I wasn't creating masterpieces at that age. It was like of the agapanthers or the cows in the field opposite. We lived in like a suburban area, but for some reason our house backed it onto like a paddock with cows in. So it was either that or our cat, Benny. Most of them were blurry. I think it's really easy to get into the um, routine of doing things like I mean I always want to do the best I can for the couple's weddings that I'm photographing and but I guess it's like a bit of dissatisfaction settles within you and you're not feeling happy with what you're producing all the time and How do you push yourself out of that? Oh, it's definitely, it wouldn't be in like looking at other wedding photographers work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think because that's when the comparison like game really like kicks in and it will make you feel worse probably. (laughs) But anyway, I think looking for inspiration outside of that field is always good. I know going to something like Pinterest for me, um, I love because I'm looking more at portraits and paintings and architecture, interior design. That's something else that I really enjoy is like interiors and um, I look towards so many other things for inspiration into my work, Um, like colors and I don't know, environments and landscapes. And um, like color is a really massive point of inspiration for me. I love color and I think it's like one of the biggest fundamental elements to photography. Um, And I think it's really important to pay attention to it because color communicates all sorts of things um are you like are you particularly sensitive to it would you say yes yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, i'm yeah. extremely sensitive to oh, color. really i'm like yeah. an extremely sensitive person if you Aww. ask my husband Aww. not not yeah. in like a oh just i a, mean probably a, in an emotional <laughs> way i'll be honest yeah. i'm probably yeah sensitive <laughs> he'll <laughs> laugh when he hits this because he's like you were definitely sensitive <laughs> but no like I, my senses like ah. i smell things really quickly I can like I can't eat coriander because it like overrides every flavor in my mouth and like um, yeah I'm just like that kind of, so color light I'm like sensitive towards things mm. so I guess that's something who I, what I couldn't choose to have in my life and I guess it's um, being sensitive to color and light I've used that as a tool towards what I do. It's so as interesting because I was
0: listening to an interview I didn't realize like Lord you know single, easily yes. She's who i
1: like, look like oh my gosh you so do yeah 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 and you're from Auckland. Only, only because every wedding oh you look oh, like lord well uh, I, mean, I suppose
0: there's like lots of parallels eh? like amazing high achieving gorgeous no, no. young kiwi girl like no no, you know, no i feel like you'd be best friends i eh?
1: know i think it's the nose or i don't know the,
0: right. the, the oh, hair just, just, the big, just being gorgeous and talented yeah. really. <laughs> okay.
1: um but what was it? it was like
0: she she hears feels sounds or something like she's sensitive to sound oh, yes i read this yeah, article yeah. too
1: so it's yeah. a um It's a condition, or I don't like to call it a condition, but that's what it is. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. But she hears music as colour. A note she plays, she visualises a colour. So it's almost like when she's writing music that she's painting. What's shaping my style is colours, there's complementary colours. And I think a huge element in an image is if there's like yeah harmonious color palette like in my house like everything's like um burnt orange and i don't know like olive and more muted colors i don't like bright naturally yeah so so how do you deal with I turned um, new up zealand to, yeah, like i hate green, green. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's, hard eh? i was like you're gonna have so much fun it's like bright green and real sunny yeah i'm like mm, so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you deal with it? I know, but that's where you deal. Yeah, it's like I understand green. I mean, I like green. I like olive green and like um, deep greens. But that New Zealand green grass, I just like struggle with. So, (laughs) I mean, I I combat that through my editing. So I usually always like bring down my greens and uh, make it a bit more muted in my palette. But that means that I need to do that to other colors as well. Otherwise, it's going to look weird if like let's say the bride's in, like, um, bright pink and then the grass is, like, (laughs) khaki and (laughs) she's still, like, this really fluorescent red or pink, you know. Like, it's just, like, not a harmonious photo then. So it's just, like, keeping everything in the same tonal range but different shade – I guess different colours and shades but in the same tone. But also you don't want to do it too much that it's not, like – because I think in the back of my head I'm always, like, this is a document. I'm I'm not wanting to, like – change things that, that dramatically um and I mean there's always that debate you know in in this field where you're like how far's too far when it comes to I guess changing things in an image and but I mean I don't really do anything else except for like change colors and well, it's not like I slim people down or yeah whatnot <laughs> yeah and I suppose you look at any painting yeah and that the painter's made a choice they made a choice and I yeah. think that's the beauty of art and about photography is that at the end of the day they chose you for your vision people always email me asking me what I do for my editing I'm, I'm like happy to share but um, but that's what happens when you offer like workshops and mentor days with people and stuff like that you're teaching them how you oh, do yeah. things and um, it's obviously a compliment first of all Um, and it's something that I can't like get like annoyed about it's not something that really bothers me no one is me and no one has experienced the world like I've experienced like no one's experienced life how you've experienced it and I think that's what you see through images like if you really look into them and so I think there's just so many elements that really come into play in an image then that can't be I guess um ripped off and whatnot but we've all got that unique way of looking at the world so no one's really going to really do the same as I can do for some like I can't shoot like someone else shoots so I don't get too like hung up about those kind of things unless it's like a blatant like you fully copied me. <laughs> it happens but doesn't really I mean it's happened a few times yeah. but um it's it's like you know like it's not more it's more about them than you I just I feel sorry for those people because I'm like y- you're a really great photographer anyway like there's no need to do that and I know it happens to everyone or like when they steal your own images and put it on their website do they really? yeah oh, it happens wow. the world is a small place like this is how I find out is other photographers email me this person's stolen your image on their website so then I have to like, like email you should, them, like, like,
0: like email them, see if they you can book them. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm <laughs> noticing stuff. I'm really jelling with it. Yeah. It just
0: feels so familiar, <laughs> like I've seen it before.
1: Yeah. Um. So then you just send them a, email, you know, like yeah. maybe you should take it down. One hundred percent need my own time, and that's why when we were talking earlier, um, off this interview about, um, me going from having you know, like 30, 40 hours a week by myself working from home to having Dirk with me in a studio space for all that time, just how important me time is. And I think that's why I've actually found this season quite difficult because I just haven't had some personal time to myself. And that's like so important but i'm glad i've realized it yeah So how, how <laughs> there's nothing you like change? going through you know yeah. through it to realize oh it's probably because i've had no time to myself so what will that look like like do you know how you're changing i need to get a hobby
0: oh what do you think
1: um ikebana
0: what is that i'm probably
1: saying it so wrong japanese floral art that's what okay. I want to do because I actually when I was studying at university I worked at a flor. oh actually it was school um I worked at a florist and I loved it and I'm good friends with um Naomi at Leaf and Honey I don't know if you've heard of her and I just asked her can I come and do some flowers with you for oh a wedding this is like so next, hot <laughs> yeah next weekend I'm gonna go and just like help like probably like strip her roses and sweep under her feet because I just want to be around like flowers because I love I love that side but um I really Ikebana is the Japanese floral art so it's very structural not that Naomi doesn't do it Ikebana yeah. but that's why I'm doing that but yeah that's what I want to get into but it's I don't know if there's anyone I think there's a course in Auckland that does it otherwise I'll have to go to Japan I love um, that I
0: was not expecting that answer <laughs> that is so great But it's only because
1: I've recently been thinking about like what's my hobby going to be? Because I started pottery, seems to be like the on trend thing to do at the moment. Yeah, I hear actually the most trend
0: now is not pottery. Like oh, Isn't it? My it's most trendy friend, she's like, yeah, your friend's doing it now. Now so it's exactly, like, you got to get like out of it. I did it.
1: I did it four years ago. Oh, no. you did? I okay, can't no. <laughs> Yeah, it. actually no. is.
0: No, I think her thing was like not hair knotted rugs. I think was the next. Oh
1: time. yeah, probably because well, they so... the macrame <laughs> went around this maybe before pottery, mm. and now yeah, and so rugs yeah, it apparently, is. yeah. So maybe it's is Maybe Ikeban is in four years time. Honestly, no. I think you're ahead yeah. of the trend. Okay, yeah, get in there, quokka. Gosh. Funny? I don't know how it works
0: Everyone always latches on the same thing well, at the same time it's only I guess it's
1: I think it's with any anything how the world works it is like a specific type of people I'm probably going to say they're like artists and creators they catch on to doing something and then people look at that and them at what they're doing and then it becomes like this mainstream trend. It's like anything like fashion and, um, anything like that. It's kind of just how the world works. And then everyone does it. And then it's like not cool enough for artists anymore. (laughs) So what sounds really wanky. (laughs) Um, strong color. Maybe, maybe. Um, what about, is it Mm. the Dutch? tilt it's like, oh, like years yes,
0: yes, yes. oh yeah what else from like the 90s yeah what else well
1: coming? you know like 90s is coming really yeah. back in fashion for clothing you know like dungarees yeah. and Mummy crop, jeans. Like, yeah. Tops? Like crop. the Jennifer yeah. Aniston, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's all back fully fledged. So maybe, maybe, and that's what's coming back. we am trying to find like what me. like photos were around. Like what well, I can but- imagine is Spice Girls photo shoots. Like, Cause that's all I was like
0: looking at. Yeah,
1: yeah. I um, maybe shooting weddings in those colp um what were those shoes called <laughs> the ones that you like <laughs> fall over and your ankle yeah yeah just, those big yeah, yeah. platform shoes yeah. maybe that's the trend shooting and a yeah. little bit of extra height just to get a little bit more bird's eye i love it i love it <laughs> no what well scope. there's so many trends currently right like yeah um yeah well like um, what do you trends you know like i i, I can see I, i'm not hating on it but there's, like, specific trends that I could see at the moment would be, like, in-home sessions with just your lingerie, um, and then maybe a lot of, like, neon, light shooting in neon lights. I feel like they're kind of yeah, trends that are totally, happening in wedding yeah. photography that I've seen crop up. Um, and it's not even it's not a. am not saying a trend is a bad thing it's just interesting to see how things surge you know like back four years ago it was the tin man you know when people just stood really straight and looked like Mm. right down the lens of the camera it's just like one of those things um and I'm just trying to think if there's anything else have you seen there's so many yeah I'm trying to think as well I like yeah um like
0: uh, okay oh, i feel like elopements elopements
1: yeah 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 and, and joshua it. tree yeah <laughs> but we just went there like three weeks ago Aww. the light is like so soft because
0: oh, we're well, like the haze like, yeah remember the, going to la once and just like taking a photo and you're like oh my god this is how they do it <laughs> like, <laughs> this is this is why they really <laughs> don't know <good>. <laughs> yeah because new zealand's hard isn't
1: it yeah i yeah. always say like i'm not hating on california photographers right now but goodness they have really easy light to shoot in like I was looking at a photo, well, I just did a wedding in California, but it rained, I was like, great, I'm here in California <laughs> to have really soft light, and it was like a rainy day, but it's still for portrait, so it's fine, um, but anyway, um, like, someone was like half in the light and half out of the light, and it was still like, you know, like the dynamic range was not the difference between the shade and the sun. Yeah. Whereas like if you did that in New Zealand, it's like one person will be completely underexposed and the other person will be completely blown out. Like it's sitting on the far end of the um, histogram.
0: workshops and oh, yes. and you're just talking about them before and you're like they're for females I was
1: like why not everyone? why not everyone yeah, yeah, yeah exactly that's what I mean wouldn't it be an outrage if it was an all-men workshop
0: yeah it's so funny so 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 there's something there's something on your mind no, there though, absolutely like,
1: I'm really um and I think this is why at the end of the day why I'm like don't really get annoyed if people like are looking to I guess my work or how I do things as inspiring or whatnot, or as like you know like oh I love how she edits, so I want to edit like that because I'm really passionate about the photography community and everyone advancing it's not like it's like I'm deep rooted with jealousy towards other people succeeding <laughs> like so I want to see other photographers flourish and um so that's like why I would want to host workshops and um but why why women yeah. yeah, absolutely, and I think. I think plenty of um, women really struggle to wear so many different hats in life when it comes to motherhood, and maybe carrying the responsibility of home or whatnot. Even though things are changing, and there's so many incredible men taking on those roles as well, um. But I still feel like there's a lot of women who really struggle to um, you know, like have time to put into their business where they have to. At home with the kids as well, and things like so that. You don't have kids, right? No, I like, don't. Okay. So, like, I'm, like, I'm like talking from a place that I've got no experience. So, in okay, that regard, what do you think you can but give them then? I think the first of all is just having the supportive community around them. Okay. And I wrote that on the website of my own of, of the workshop. Sorry, um, on the workshop website about uh, I I want it to be like a little haven for them to come and to leave everything behind and just have two days together to talk and feel supported by other females um within our wedding photography community and um just kind of I think even though I don't have kids myself I still think there's techniques that I can help them with to streamline their business side of the biz- of of their work and um how to be more efficient oh well, you've got a dog ace i mean that's yeah like that's my, my fur baby parent. pretty yeah. much honestly i swear he, he's the most <laughs> high maintenance dog <laughs> he is a human he thinks he's human okay. yeah he's sleeping with his stuffed kiwi toy i think it's like a natural progression when you um feel like i guess you have a lot of people coming to you asking to do mentor days and i guess they um yeah ask to be taught by you that...
0: And, but was this, like, a particular worry that they had?
1: Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm really struggling with the workload or... Yeah. And it's, like, I sent out a questionnaire before I launched my workshop for women to fill it out. Um, not just the girls coming to my workshop it was before that. Um, and that was, like, such a... I think over 200 women filled it out. Yeah. And um, that was, like, one of the biggest things was like I, I struggle to, you know, keep everything afloat and things like that.
0: Have you talked to men? Do you think that's a thing for
1: men as well? I oh probably. Yeah. Definitely. But I guess my heart just kind of lies being a female myself <laughs> yeah. towards um the women, especially if they um have a bit more responsibility of maybe having being at home with the kids and whatnot.
0: It still is a thing, um, isn't
1: it? I yeah, guess. I think it is. I don't wanna turn a blind eye towards something that I think still a bit of still got you know still happens like a lot of women still do stay at home with the kids it's more common than not and I mean I think there's a lot of weight on guys shoulders as well they have to go to work and provide for their family and um, but I think times are changing and um, women also have the desire to have a career too.
0: And it's something that's
1: passionate about. What I'm passionate about is women having careers as well, if that's what they want.
0: Have you ever felt that being female has affected?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Yeah. it does. I think so. I mean, it's more little things. But even I've noticed it recently now that Dirk comes to weddings with me. Like, if someone asks a photographer, they go to Dirk. What do you do? Like, how do you react? I just, like, roll my eyes. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, actually, um, I can do that. And especially, um, some, some older gentlemen struggle with me, like when it comes to family photos, telling them what to do.
0: Do you have any, like, have you developed any tactics?
1: Um, I just like put it, you know, like just push through and just be like, I just don't care. I've, I mean, you know, like I've got my professional hat on then and I'd be like, I'm sorry. But quite often what happened, like I clearly remember this moment is, um, I, it was a really sunny day, no, no shade anywhere, and it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which is not nice light like, in the middle of summer in New Zealand. And one of the uncles of the bride was like, why are you shooting into the sun? Why, why would you do that? Why would you put the sun behind us? And then the bride like piped down and was like, you do not, um, do not um, question my photographer at all like this. And I was like, yeah, she's oh, got no back, right. but... Um, it's hard, isn't
0: it? Because what is your demeanour? I mean you seem fairly quiet, would that be fair?
1: Like Yeah, I mean I'm I'm quiet on a wedding day, but when I have to talk up, you know, I'm happy to. Alright, you're Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like the job's gotta get done yeah. in terms of like f- group photos and family photos. Yeah. Like I'm very assertive when it comes to that time.
0: That's cool. Because um, yeah, do you feel like you need to because- change your
1: persona? Oh not really. Don't, I don't right? think so. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not like a shy person um in that regards but i don't think i'm like incredibly outgoing either i don't sit at the high, like on the peak ends of being an introvert or an extrovert i'm like definitely have my days where you you know and who surrounds you as well yeah. you know more extroverted with my friends than with strangers yeah yeah but um being a wedding photographer teach you incredible people skills as yeah. well and that's why i just um like really particular about people who are like fussy about the type of personality of couples that they book i'm just like but like you can learn so much from different types of people why would you say no to someone like based off their personality or something like that because i think it's so interesting being able to walk into a wedding and like try and work out you know people and it's that that psychological side of things I really enjoy on wedding days, like find like get find a way to like yeah to yeah yeah like yeah that. like how far can I, you know like win this person over or <laughs> oh, something like that yeah. you know yeah. like yeah. is really so much that, that. Like, your personality, like you you like it? Do you like a challenge? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. I do like challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, back to the whole gender thing at weddings. Um, yeah, there's definitely things being a female that you get and that's purely i mean i say sometimes it happens with older older men but that's like such a generational thing as well you're just blowing their minds probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know she's so small and <laughs> yeah but it's always the ones like the like yeah.
0: photographers should wear like one of those like nikon vests yeah yeah like oh, so you know for sure yeah oh that's really funny have you ever thought about wearing one of them <laughs> to like? You know, I can't really- even
1: wear one of those like money maker strap things because I think they look so like super dominatrix that, or something. Isn't it?
0: But some no. some people like that. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think they're actually an amazing product because it, yeah, it's an amazing product. It's actually really
0: good for your
1: posture. It's yeah. so good. That's why I've got probably back pain
0: because oh, <laughs> I'm you? like
1: oh well yeah I just get sore backs. So it's not yeah. like excruciating, but you know like. Because I'm like unequally yoked on my shoulders between cameras. Some days mm-hmm. it's one camera, some days it's two. Does
0: Dirk help you with that?
1: Yeah. Honestly, since having him at weddings, he carries my back.
0: Oh, yeah. I Because I totally. never
1: had an assistant, really. Yeah. I kind of, um, I had a second shooter um, for a season. Um, who's an amazing photographer herself, Jessica Sim. Um, she shot heaps of weddings with me, which was good. was amazing. She's so great. I was, I'm hoping to interview her. I didn't realise she's oh, on like... Yeah. Well, I think her husband's Hamlet. out of town. He yes, of her yeah. husband's off to detective college or something. What the... Because he's a policeman. Detective. <laughs> yeah. How to hold up a magnifying glass Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like
0: how to brew a really big pot of coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she walked into my office, like yeah. how to do a monologue.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh um, gosh, anyway, she's so talented and I felt so like... She was actually way better at photography than me. She's super talented. Um, she was doing her own weddings, and she got married, and she had kitties Um, so she's she's incredible. She's it's balancing scary. all that the now. Anything is scary. Yeah, I I, I think goats? about it a yeah. lot. Like, cause we want kids in the next couple of years, and I'm like, how are we gonna approach that. And that was one of the things bringing Dirk into the business was that we can do it together, right. be parents together, be you at home. Life, five, then. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, it's definitely something on our minds a lot. But, like,
0: things change so much, I eh, when mean, you're an entrepreneur.
1: Entrepreneur. Like There's so, teacher, yeah, there's a lot to think about, and there's so much great things about being your own boss, but then there's a lot of, like, things that you don't really like doing, mm. and that has to be done. I hey, always remember my accountant saying to me, voice her she was like I was like I really hate doing accounts she's like well Danelle you've got to love it now that you own a business and I was like right. I still disagree Dirk's amazing and he handles a lot of my emails now um, does he I, sign them off as Danelle no 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 as like, Danelle and Dirk and like Danelle and Dirk oh, so um, it's more just initial inquiries yeah. um, rather than like you know emails that I can only answer like people want to be talking to you right? that's a human element you know yeah. that you can't lose when it comes to this side of your business mm. that's really important
0: but then it can also become an ego thing of like you think that you're unexpendable okay, but, uh, you know like well there comes
1: to... yeah I know exactly what you mean and there comes a point I can't do everything mm. when it when your business grows it's like okay there's got to be things that need to be um looked at and outsourced so
0: what are your limits at the moment like how many readings do you take on
1: I'm doing around 30 a year um, it's a lot when it comes to when half of the when only ten of those were in Auckland last year. Oh my God! Yeah, so, so where
0: else were you
1: shooting? I all throughout New Zealand, Australia. Where else do we go? Europe, and the states, and then we did that one in India as well. So we did a lot of travel in the last eighteen months, which is super fun. It is like <laughs> it's super it, fun, um, and I never want to take for granted like the opportunity it is to travel with but it's work. It's
0: interesting because I was like I can't remember who was it Jonathan, someone talking about having come to the realization he'd rather
1: have a holiday, himself, yeah, 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 do absolutely, here and then travel. Exactly. Than, like where do you go? um So there's a few things we can talk about here. Yeah. First of all, there is so much unglamorous side to travel with work. Ask anyone outside of this industry as well that travels for work. Um, first of all, was the alone time, and that's where now dirt comes with me. And we're also are at the point now where we ask for both of our travel to be covered. So that's why I do kind of like having to be able to travel for work and then have a holiday on the end because they've paid for my travel. Yeah, okay. So um, it's really great. And I love the interaction with different cultures and um not i mean you get that in new zealand anyway since we're such a multicultural country mm. um but also i'm you know i love travel naturally and mean um, it's inspiring to shoot in different places than just new zealand but um we have a holiday that's coming up that's just for holiday sakes, so going to Bali with like 12 of our friends so, 12 oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no they're pretty mellow I think I'm looking forward to it so I like to be able to travel for work and travel for personal but yeah it's I wouldn't want to just travel for work only mm-hmm. but then there's something like oh we have all of um, we don't have any weddings between August and most of September per, like purposely book those hours so I can like catch up and just rest and be at home and actually probably travel around New Zealand maybe a little you know a weekend here and there over that time. So there's benefits to both of them travelling for work and then travelling for leisure. One thing we've done um, this coming season is to have a weekend off every month. I think that's going to be really fantastic. Just because my work's not as seasonal anymore it's not like
0: and that's because it's like other hemisphere
1: yeah or just like uh, shooting winter weddings here or in Australia
0: which P.S. are like the best day yeah my favourite
1: Um, anyone that knows me knows I get really flustered in summer I'm not my best person in, (laughs) in the heat of the day yeah we had no winter last year it was yeah I'm really looking forward to that I get like some winter time this year but I'm like, always like, oh, oh it's cold. It's yeah, it's I love, long, long like, long I time. struggle how to dress in summer. I don't do, like, one dress. I love layers and textures. And, Same, eh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, like you to show some skin. Oh, yeah, so no. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it's the fair skin. Yeah, well. I think so, yeah. yeah. Getting yeah.
0: I just, like, wear this, like, Carmen Diego hat now. Because yes. the sun, it's so, even with sunblock, it's so painful, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's especially New Zealand suns, so just, like, you can feel it sizzling away. Yeah so New Zealand have really long weddings during the daytime it's mm. so in the states it's really common that the ceremony is at like 5 p.m and then you finish by 11 so like that's such a short day you know you're starting at like 2 p.m in the afternoon so often I'm starting at 10 a.m here yeah. you know and going till 11 so they're much longer days um I don't know what's why we have these 2 pm ceremonies all the time in New Zealand? I think people want to spend the time with they, their friends, yeah, eh? exactly. but then everyone's standing there like oh, dying, aunties dying. are yeah. fainting in the yeah. sun. Yeah. But then, like European weddings, they're how I've done you know, it's like a 4 pm ceremony, but then they're padding until like 4 am.
0: Do you have a favourite? I mean, I oh, probably it's mean to ask that, isn't it? Like, if you were to get married
1: again, do you have oh, the of- only I, re- I mean, we got married in winter, which is great since I'm a winter girl. <laughs> but um, the only thing... I, I've been asked this before, was there any regrets from your wedding? And it was only that I didn't make more of a weekend out of it. Yeah. Like, we got married out of Auckland in Taupo ways. And so people travelled, and we just had, like, a... We had a 2pm ceremony, but it was winter white, so it was fun. Yeah, so,
0: it's like, sunset is literally, like... <laughs> yeah, 5, o'clock, five o'clock, o'clock. So
1: it's yeah. 3 hours yeah. before sunset. <laughs> um, and... So we, yeah. I just wish I had like a brunch the next day mm-hmm. with all my guests. I think that would have been really nice.
0: Maybe I hope one day there's a trend of like a family get together that's not a wedding or a funeral. I know. I suppose like the fiftieth birthday, like that, like yeah. those are the ones. That I great. guess
1: just really, yeah. Stressing that fiftieth birthdays are really important. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, thirtieth. Oh, I just had mine. Oh, you're oh thirty. My gosh, yeah. how do how
1: do you feel? Um,
0: I haven't been ID'd ever since. It's like I got old overnight. It's the worst. Oh my
1: yeah.
0: gosh! You've got a couple of years. Two more. Ah, oh, enjoy them. But, but even
1: yeah. turning twenty, at my all late twenties,
0: it's grown up. That's when they say, like you know. So Growing you want up. to start thinking about children? And oh so. yeah, all yeah.
1: those questions get asked. Yeah. Oh, but I'm really lucky. Like there's no pressure from my family because my sister had four kids in four years. Oh sweet so they're like the the, the family lines locked yeah, in. Yeah, locked in on that side is it's just like my parents got the grand grandkiddy, you know, satisfaction. So um there's not really any pressure from our family. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you hear them at every wedding page. I'm looking forward to the grandkids oh to no. come. I'm like, poor couples. Yeah. Um, but I like now that I see my parents like being grand like grandparents, it's pretty awesome. And like they literally it's probably like the best decade of their life, becoming grandparents, because they can like spoil them, dose them up on sugar, yeah, eh? dose them sugar and presents, and then like they go back to mom it's and dad. Somebody. They're just like getting their revenge yeah. now, eh? Like, yes, it's so true. That's what mom and dad say. <laughs> <laughs> it's our revenge on my sister. Yeah. I've got it worse coming, I'm sure. <laughs> Were you a problem child? Um, no, I I just I was actually a very, um. i'm like quite a cautious person in nature like i'm not a risk taker um so through childhood i mean like i was very mellow childhood but i just had attitude yeah that was my thing
0: you know yourself yeah
1: like (laughs) Like, no i just was like moody i guess like um emotional i guess like even my mum said when i was like two i wouldn't when I'd come out in the mornings two or three out of bed, and I wouldn't talk to anyone, and I'd face the wall <laughs> on my stool until Mum gave me like um a a tea, but it was just like um a, <laughs> like, like a, a little a,
0: a alcoholic sex <laughs> <I theory>. know <laughs> just...
1: but like all it was was like a little like watered down milk with like a little dot of tea but i mean, I, I mean obviously I had good days <laughs> you yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, an emotional out. child like. But, yeah, you know, t- I think teenage years are rough.
0: Mm. Like and if they're I not, f- then you just go through it later. Yeah, like-
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, yeah, probably had a bad attitude. Well, the bad world attitude. was out to get me. The world's no. out to get you. Well, are <laughs> not out to
0: get you now. I'm trying <laughs> to, like, find a perfect <laughs> oh, no. way to cap this off.
1: It's well, <laughs> not out to get
0: you now, Danelle. Oh, um, <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, I, it's I just been a It's such pleasure. a treat. Yes. Um, amazing. And there we have it. Thanks again to Danelle for your time. And thanks also to French for Rabbits for the music and to Folk and Form for the beautiful cover art. I look forward to bringing you the next interview in a few weeks' time.